Welcome. It is Magnificent Monday, April 9th, 2018. The show is brought to you by eHunter Media. eHunter Media is a digital media agency that delivers strategic growth solutions to your business or brand. What can eHunter Media do for you? They provide digital advertising and marketing, search engine opt- optimization, and social media management, as well as graphic design. So anything that you would need for your business to grow your brand you know, whatever you may need, e-commerce, content creation, pay-per-click, e-cards, prints, and signs, they got it. They offer it. Check it out, ehuntermedia.com. Start the show. Well, it is Media Mondays, and you know what that means. We want to talk about what's in the media, all that's going on in the media currently. Basically say this is your current events podcast, but it's not, so let's get right to it. Let's start with um, President Trump's um, attorney, Michael Cohen. His office was re- uh, his office was raided earlier today by the FBI. They seized documents. The um, U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan conducted the search. They Cohen's attorney, Ryan Stephen Ryan, said that the raid was you know it was inappropriate and unne- it was quote unquote un- inappropriate and unnecessary. Said so the raid was. They um said the raid was based in part of a referral from special counsel. You guessed it, Robert Mueller, the direct, the former director of FBI from 2001 to 2013, and he's a um, United States attorney. Um, but uh, his, I don't know, what's going on, man? This shit is crazy. The president's lawyers being raided by the FBI. Come on, what the fuck? What was going on here? Some crazy shit going on. We need to get a grasp on it, man. Anyway, stand with Trump. We'll stand in politics. Um, everyone's talking about the uh, the attack in um, Doma City in Syria this past weekend. It affected. It killed six at least sixty people and it injured or affected at least a, well at least give or take a thousand people. Now, it was a chemical weapons attack. You know, near the capital city of Damascus, and it was Doma City. Now, Doma City is a um, it's a rebel-held you know town, essentially. The um, you know, the U.S. is currently investigating. You know, who was behind the attack? The, um, the OPCW is trying to figure out exactly what chemical weapons, if what kind of chemicals were used, try to figure out what com- what kind of chemical weapons were used. Now. For those of you who don't know what the OPCW is, the Prohibition of Chemical and Weapons, the Organization for Prohibition of Chemical and Weapons. Okay, that's it. The Rebel Hell Town Dorma. It's, it's. It shouldn't be no surprise that some shit went down. But here's what's getting a little bit weird. They said, um, they said that Syrian's president Bashar al-Assad, his, you know, his people may be responsible for it, and then. Trump took to Twitter this well Sunday to go and fire off some shit about um the dictator I mean President Vladimir Putin of Russia. Now Syria and Russia they're allies, right? So for I don't know, but Trump has been trying to build quote unquote he's he was been quoted trying to build relations with Russia. You know, but he goes and fire off some shit like that. He said that um he said that Putin was essentially, you know, he was, you know, he backed aside. 
That's essentially now it's speculated that Russia may have some involvement. Trump actually said that he's not 100% sure, but he said maybe. He may be involved. Russia may be involved. I don't know. So they may be responsible for what happened in Syria. And the Syrian government may be responsible for what happened to the people. I don't know. There's some crazy shit going on there. You don't, you don't do that shit to your people. It's crazy. I said they were using um, nerve agents. You know, it's... Come on, nerve agents. In I was I was seeing I was watching videos and seeing videos on the news with um kids, essentially kids having to be hosed off and you know essentially decontaminated because the you know they were using like nerve agents and come on sixty people at least sixty people were killed and over a thousand were affected from these chemical weapons attacks. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. We got to figure out. I don't know. I don't know if we, I don't even know if we could try to figure out what's going on and what can we do to help. But I mean, hey, I don't know. Trump is actually trying to figure out. He says he's gonna, by the end of today, Monday, April 9th, he said he's going to try to figure out what exactly he can do for um for the uh, that town of uh, Dharma City. Well, I don't know, Trump. You got your own problems here, buddy. Your fucking lawyer just got raided, bro. I had to figure out what you're gonna do to do about that. I mean, that's nothing. It's not his issue, but I mean, that's his attorney. It's not good when your attorney is being, you know, raided by the FBI. That's some serious shit. Anyway, changing gears. Let's get into media. Well, we'll stick to media because it's Media Mondays. But let's get into a little bit of entertainment. Fuck all the politics shit. Now, if you watched uh, the walking that this past Sunday, you seen that Negan killed Simon. Okay. Everyone knows Simon is. Simon's that crazy ass Trevor looking guy. You know, everyone if you played all uh, GTA, Simon kinda looks like Trevor from GTA. Uh, that's what I think, my personal opinion, but hey, I don't know. Now, it's um Negan killed Simon, but he didn't do it with um Lucille. Now Lucille is those of you who don't know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows, but Lucille is his uh two by four uh bat with uh with was the nails and shit hanging out of it? I don't know. He calls it Lucille. But um uh he actually you know, he did it in a fist fight. It was a fist fight that went down. He didn't kill him with Lucille. Usually he's known, he's infamously known for killing people with Lucille. Or, you know, having him shot or uh, I don't know, giving him poison. I don't I don't fucking know, but you know, he runs that uh camp of uh I forgot the people's name, but uh you know he runs that camp. Essentially, against Rick's group. Now, talking about Rick, Dwight, who was working for Rick, who was part of Negan's um, crew, it's speculated that, you know, Dwight might might not be around for too much longer. Negan might just kill him because, you know, he's a, Dwight is just a, a, a two-timing, backstabbing prick working for Rick. I don't know. Dwight, uh, I don't know what's wrong with that kid. When I first seen that he was uh, working for Rick, I thought he was actually going to stay with Rick, but he's flip-flopped back and forth between the two groups. He's playing both sides. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if, what he's trying to do. He's trying to save his ass. And he's, he preaches loyalty, um, proposes loyalty to Negan, but I don't know. Negan's caught him going back and forth between the two groups. So those of you which will follow um, The Walking Dead quite closely, 
Um, be on the lookout for Dwight getting killed. He just might. I have a feeling he will. Something's gonna happen to that fucking man. I don't know. But um, let's take the time to uh, talk about uh, what everyone else has been talking about. Uh, the box office. Well, the movie that just came out in the box office. Well, not even just the one movie. There's plenty of movies that were released this weekend. But the number one. Well, the number one grossed movie in the box office this weekend was A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, who was directed by, um, what's the guy's name? Shit, the drama, the, John, um, Warsinick, Warsinski, John Warsinski. Now, John Warsinski used to play on The Office. Um, he directed that, uh, Quiet Place. Now, it's got over 50 million in the opening weekend in U.S. and Canada, so that's domestic. Now, it's currently... It's currently, you know, it's it's up there with uh, Black Panther. Now, Black Panther reportedly grossed over $1.23 billion worldwide. Currently in the box office, Black Panther is sitting at number three. Well, number four, actually. Number four. Blockers is number three. Ready Player One is number two, directed by um, Steven Spielberg. I, I don't know. And number five is uh, Tyler Perry's Acrimony. And that's at... Uh, that's at uh eight million dollars. So Black Panther's at um gross this weekend, eight point seven million. Blockers grossed at twenty point five million. Ready player one twenty four point six and acquired place is fifty point two million. So that's pretty good. Pretty good weekend. You know what I mean? No, acquired place it's I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it was really good. You know, I might just have to go check it out. Those of you which haven't seen it, I don't know. It's doing pretty good. It currently has um ninety seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes, eight point two on IMDb. I would I would recommend going and seeing it. those scores are pretty good. You know, from those two critics, I would go see it. Um, what else? Um, fans want a reboot of The Office. Um, hey, I don't know. The Office was actually a good show. You know, I used to watch it bits and pieces. I never followed it quite closely, but whenever it did come on, and I caught it, I caught it when I did. I didn't. I never taped it or, you know, recorded it or anything like that. I watched it, whenever, whatever. Who cares? But you know, that was just that. So, and fans want to reboot the Office. It's actually, you know, it's it said it might be coming back out. Who knows? It just might. You know, how would it be though? I don't know. It was a show for a pretty long time. It had a really good run. You know, shows that usually have a reboot, they don't really, they don't necessarily do too well. They don't necessarily do too well. That's, I don't know. Who knows? It might, it might do well. It might do okay. The office is pretty okay. I don't know. It's not like, um, Law and Order. Law and Order is the fucking shit. I watch Law and Order all the fucking time. I can watch Law and Order all day. I think the best Law and Order is um maybe SV. I don't know, but no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Take it from me. I like SVU. Law and Order, Law and Order SVU was pretty. It's pretty good. I also like the original. That's not the original from like the nineteen ninety something. The the one right after that. The one with um. What's that guy's name? <laughs> I forgot his name. 
Shit, I forgot his name. He plays on um plays on um what's it called? I forgot I forgot you forgot the show. I can't even think today. It's Monday. Forgive me for not being able to think on a Monday. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. But um Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh I mean well It's been currently in um news that um everyone's heard about the Me Too thing, right? I just want to talk about um all these allegations in Hollywood and how crazy I think it is. Now, let's reflect on Weinstein for a sec. Okay. He prompted women in the industry to come out. Now, all it took was about one or two it took a few people for everyone else to come out. You know what I mean? Some of those include you know, Ashley Jude, Gwen Patchell, Angelina Jolie Angelina Jolie. Fuck. Fucking up all the names. Can't remember Kim Sam. Angelina Jolie. It took these, you know, other notable names, other notable women in the industry to come out against Harvey. And essentially, you know, he got fired from his uh the Weinstein his Weinstein company. Um, but it, you know, it's 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 essentially people becoming more cautious in the industry now because everyone knows, you know, in the entertainment business, it's a lot of crazy shit that goes down. A lot of from the Illuminati shit to the fucking, you know, you have to do like sexual favors. Like for this Harvey Weinstein guy, he fucking raped women, allegedly raped women and, you know, forced them to have sex. Even if it was consensual, they did it because they felt as though it was going to help them advance in their career. Okay? Even if it was consensual. I mean, hey, people do what they have to do. They see the opportunity on the table. They feel they feel as though they might not take it. They may not have a good work, and that's all they want to be is an, an actor, you know, director, writer, producer. They just, they just want to make it big. And if they, they were Harvey Weinstein, one of the biggest used to be, Harvey Weinstein was so synonymous with Hollywood. He was so big, so big. The Weinstein, the Weinstein Company. Oh my gosh, Harvey Weinstein was so huge. It's. He was the, one of the most powerful men in Hollywood. He was. He definitely was. There's no doubt about that. There's no arguing that. He was one of the most influential pe- people in Hollywood. And these women, they see opportunity. They're young. They're just starting out. Who knows? They've been in the industry. They've been trying to get their foot in the door for whoever know how long. And they're, they're like, oh, come on. We, we have to. I got to do what I got to do. You know? That's That's... What they That's what they felt is that they had to do. Can't blame him. I don't blame him. Even you know, if it was consensual, and that's what he's trying to argue, but I mean, that case is gonna be heard in court. You know, whatever they decide to do with this guy. Weinstein. I don't know. He looks so miserable now. You see him, he's just walking around. He used to be one of the most powerful guys in Hollywood. You just see him walking around. It's not even really Wearing real clothing, you see him sweat clothes and shit. Real miserable guy, but he shouldn't have done what he did. But I mean, hey, he was in power, and he felt as though he did it once, he could do it again, and he did it multiple times, stretching over fucking decades. It was before people actually started coming out. There was there were people, comedians making jokes about Weinstein, people talking about him. 
you know, at award shows saying, you oh, you'll never have to speak. These are women who will never have to speak, uh, sleep with a Harvey Weinstein again. Just because they knew. A lot of people in Hollywood knew. They just never said anything for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I, I can, let me, let me, let me try to guess why. The shame, you know, the shame behind it, the stigma behind it, you know, not everybody wants that. You know, look at look at fucking Harvey. If he wasn't who he was, think the woman would have slept with this fucking guy? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Come on. Come on. And and Harvey was married too. It's a married man. Was a married man. Hey, I don't know. You no, know, I don't know. But, you know, that whole situation with the Weinstein character, you know, it propped the, um, propped that, propped the acquisitions of uh, other, like, big Hollywood people. Because Kevin Spacey, you know, Brett Ratner, and, and Charlie Rose. People came out against fucking PBS guy, Charlie Rose. That's crazy. Charlie fucking Rose, bro. Ah, shit, it's crazy. He's let go from his show. The fucking network dropped his ass. Travis Spacey's running around trying to rape fucking people. What was that? Anthony Rapp trying to fucking make sexual advance to a 14-year-old boy? Anthony, when Anthony Rapp was 14? Come on, now you're taking these young, vulnerable people. They're so vulnerable. 14. Can't even comprehend half the shit you would comprehend when you're 21 or even 25. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm actually glad, you know, people did start coming out because that shit could not continue to keep going on and on and on. But it was only bound to happen. They should have known that. At the time when they started doing it, it was like, fuck it, I don't care. Everyone's fucking doing it. I'm going to do it too. Look at me. Who's going to believe them? They got so many connections and for whatever reason, they can have like this other reason to, you know, cut someone from a movie or not give them auditions. Every time they come walk, put the word out in Hollywood because... One bad review in Hollywood, one person says, oh, they're hard to work with. I'm telling you, no one wants to work with you anymore. And that's the way it is. So one bad rap from from you know, one big time guy like Harvey Weinstein, your career was over. That's essentially, I believe, an, another reason why. Another reason why these women, you know, did what they did. If it was consensual. You know, so it would have done. Can't blame them. Don't try to, you know, don't try to judge these people if you're not put into the same predicament and you're not in their shoes. A lot of people are so quick to comment. If you read articles, you'll see people go, well, they should have known, they should have known. There's only some, though. Those are trolls. Those are fucking trolls. You know, those people are compassionate, they're understanding. But you'll get them few here and there, you know, very spotty, like, you'll see them talking fucking bunch of crazy shit. Oh, they know what they were doing. Man, look, look, EBs and Harvey, they know what they're fucking doing. Now, fuck that. Fuck that, bro. Man, fuck that. No fucking way. They did what they had to do. Oh, well. Moving on. Um, The Rock opened up about the um the long-term feud with his um Fast and Furious co-star Vin Diesel. Now, everyone was waiting to hear this. Well, not waiting. It was, I was, it was beefing on fucking Instagram and shit. Tyrese commented and said, "Hey, Dwayne, you fuck with family and shit. 
Best believe there'll no be there'll be no Roman Pierce and what Fast and Furious Nine and some shit like that. Fucking come on, Roman. I mean, um, Tyrese. You know you're gonna fucking take that role. You're not gonna turn on that money. Come on now. You're not turning on that money. I wouldn't even turn on that money just for that stupid reason. That's, that's stupid as shit. What else is Tyrese really doing right now? It's bigger than Fast and Furious. Not not much. He's gonna take the money. He's. I think he was just saying that because he's feeling a bit emotional. And plus two, um, he was a bit biased because The Rock took the role of um that spinoff that they're about to have with him and um Jason Statham uh, from the Fast and Furious having a spinoff. And I guess you know Tyrese wanted it. He thought he was gonna get it. But The Rock took it. I mean, Rock is fucking taking everything in Hollywood. He's fucking running the show. He's like the top, like the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now. One of the highest. He's up there. He's definitely up there. The Rock is fucking working. I'm telling you, The Rock is in every fucking thing right now. A lot of people love him. A lot of people love The Rock. You know, If you follow his uh, Instagram, man, come on. The Rock, to me, he seems like a really good guy. The fucking rock. I watched him from fucking wrestling. The rock. Come on. People love the rock, man. Can't cannot like him. I don't know. I don't know what um Tyrese is I understand what he was upset about. And he, he really got um emotional about it. He was so passionate in his um everyone's seen the, the video of him crying. I'm not here to bash Tyrese or anything, but everyone saw the video of him crying. I just feel as though he was just uh, overreacting a bit. Now, I'm not here to recollect on this old situation. I'm not not talking about that's old. They've since gotten over it, and you know it's it's old news now. You know what I mean? But um, Vin Diesel and The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know they sat down face to face, and they you know they they came to a conclusion on they talked about the issues. And they came to the conclusion that you know both had fundamental you know differences in the way they and they were collaborating in the way they made movies. You know that um, it was a feud on the set of the Fast and Furious. You know that um, the Rock, he's one of the fucking big time guys in the Fast and Furious. He can't necessarily drop the Rock. You need the fucking Rock. You need fucking Hobbs. Come on now. You need Hobbs from Interpol. And um, the uh, Vin Diesel, he's been on the show. He started the damn thing. He's an uh, executive producer on the fucking show. So they, they both know as far as movie and business wise, they both need it to play the ball. But you know, there's there's scenes where I actually shot separately. And it's I don't know. I don't know if it should have been taken to that extent. It's kinda of, kinda of crazy. I think it's kinda of crazy. I don't know. Why can't we all just get along? Why can't we all be friends? I don't understand. What's the issue? I get uh, two big guys, two Alpha Omegas can't get along in the same room. I say can. Most definitely can get along. I don't know. But, uh, hey, who knows? What else is everyone talking about? The, um, Cardi B releasing, well, revealing her pregnancy. That was good. Congrats to her. Now, Kate Hudson also revealed her pregnancy. Congrats to her as well. Um, yeah, those are good things though. A lot of people like um, the fuck that I read. Someone in the comments said, um, 
A lot of people saying congrats. A lot of people posting on their personal Instagram pages and social media pages saying congrats to her. I'm so happy for her. All this other stuff. Some people were actually writing like, um, <laughs> fuck that one guy wrote. He wrote, um, he's knocked up and unmarried. Some shit like that. Like, shut your fucking hating ass up. Fucking hating ass nigga. Mm. Hey, man, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know why people hate so damn much. That's it's the reason why so, uh, people hate. That's the reason why so much you know negative shit going on in the world. A lot of negative shit. You know, you can't go a day without seeing something bad in the headlines. Like, what just happened? Fucking in um, what was it? Chicago? No, not fuck, not Chicago. It was west of Chicago, in um, the town of um Rockford, Rockford, Illinois, right? A fucking twenty-year-old guy on a private charter bus. He shot and killed like three people. This kid is 22 years old. His name is Raheem King. With a, a, he had an assault rifle. And he just shot and killed three people. On the fucking bus. He's currently on the run. What the fuck is going on? Why would you do this? What what leads someone to do this? What, what, if anyone wants to know. Yes he was black. What leads someone to go out and to start fucking killing people? Who the fuck let him on a bus with an assault rifle? Maybe they didn't see it. Uh-huh. But who lets... I don't know. Who, who who fucking raised these kids, man? Can you blame the parents? I don't even necessarily know if you can blame the parents. Because people go... They grow up and they go, they go out on their own way. Parents can only hold your hand for so long. And once you reach a certain age, they hope that they've done enough. They hope that they've done enough to to get you to be a normal, you know, a normal human being that's, you know, embedded in the community, you know, doing well for others and just being a good person all around. Okay? I, I believe, I not everyone... But most parents raise their kids to be like that. To be a human being. You need to be a functioning person of a society. Of this generation. Because you know it's a bunch of crazy shit. You could be anywhere in the world right now. And essentially you're in America. You're privileged to millions. Millions and millions of other people. Living in other parts of the world. Okay. You don't want to fucking go to. Fucking. Kajek- K- <laughs> what the fuck is the name of that place. You don't want to fucking go to Kikichi or any other motherfucker. But you don't want to fucking go to Syria. Imagine you were fucking Syria and you got hit with that chemical attack. That could have been you. Okay? You could have been you. You could have been one of them 60 people killed. But you're here. So much opportunity. You can you can go up. You can go up and get out and do what you want to do. So much potential ahead of you. You know, I, I, when I look at people, younger people, I just look and I just say, man, so much potential. So much potential. And I look at them, I just think, you know, like, they're not going to understand. They don't understand. Most of them really don't understand it right now. But when they get older, they will. If someone were, were to tell me seven years ago, well, actually, I would have. I wouldn't listen, probably. I was too young and immature. If someone were to tell me 10 years ago, someone were to tell me 10 years ago, you know, you could do whatever you want, what well, they did. Because a lot of a lot of my teachers and peers and older people around me, they really did see a lot of potential in me. They just 
it's just know I'm headed somewhere. That's what it, I don't want to fucking sit here and blow smoke on my ass, but come on. They're, they believe I was going somewhere. You can look at people and say, yeah, they're fucking going to do something. They're going to do something amazing. Yeah, I got faith in this guy. I'm going to hear about this kid later on. You know what I mean? Some people you can't. Some people you look at and you say, and this is unfortunate. See, some people you look at and say, they're fucked. They're fucked. They, they, aren't gonna, they are not going to do shit with their life. So much potential just wasted. You just look at them, you can tell. You can just tell. Based off the shit they say, the shit they do, you hope. You hope they change. But you know, if they continue on the path that they are on now, there's no hope. There's no hope. Especially in a city where I live. Come on, yo. It's not much hope for people that want to live that crazy ass life. And then people will tell you, people will tell you, older people, they'll tell you, you only, you'll only end up one of three places dead, in jail, or on the right path because you'll change. You know? And they hope you change. They don't want to see you dead, they don't want to see you in jail. No, I don't want to see anyone dead or in jail. You just hope that these people change and I just look at some younger people and just think like, man, they're trying to mimic and mock these quote unquote cool people out here. And it really ain't shit. You know, it really ain't shit about it, but but it's just the look. They're getting the girls and they're getting these cars and they got money and they got nice clothes. That's the shit they want. And they think, you know, acting and doing a certain way, doing a certain thing. That's what's gonna get them. It's just, it's. I believe it's the equivalent to people saying that they want to. I don't know. Someone says he want to be. A, he wants to be a lawyer. That's his level of success. He wants to be a successful. He wants to be an attorney. That's his success. When he when he when he graduates and gets that degree and start getting clients for um to be because he wants to be a defense attorney. That's his. That's his success. Excuse me. That's his. That's his. Quote unquote definition of success to him now. He what, what are the required steps in order to become an attorney? Now, you have to go to school, obviously. You have to go to school, study, 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 work your ass off, sleepless nights, you know, long days, test after test, and, you know, you do what you got to do, and you, finally, you graduate. And that's what you do. You graduate, you get your degree. Once you get your degree, then you start, you know, you get your experience in the field, so you do whatever you got to do to get your experience and then you go and you start getting clientele and you start going to start getting on cases and you start winning and you start making money, you start getting more clients. That's your love. That that will be someone who's aspiring to be an attorney's um, definition of success. Now, these kids are out here who are influenced. And don't get me wrong. This city so closed in and they're influenced by absolutely, I would say it's short-lived success. These guys out here, they're, you know, they're young, they have money, they got nice cars, they got girls, you know, that this is what these young kids see and they're like, man, I want that, I want that. We all know what these guys are doing, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, we all know what they're doing, and these kids, they think that's that's the way to go, so they're going to do it, because honestly... In their defense, it's not really much opportunity for them. It's not much. It's it's not much opportunity for them. They have a lot of potential, 
with little opportunity in a city like this because honestly, you know, just being, you know, disadvantaged, having a lot of potential in a disadvantaged city and plus two, you're, you fit the demographic of someone who's someone who would be considered a criminal just based off, you know, stigma and racial profile and all that other shit. You would be someone considered, you know, not worthy of having certain things you'll feel discriminated against. And that's just certain factors, certain things that play a factor in um, their up their upbringing. You know, they're, these kids are kind of oppressed. You know what I mean? The parents would tell them, you know, you can be whatever you want. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do whatever it is you want to do. Some of these people, you know, they're, it's, they're not necessarily told that they can't do anything, but... They find it really hard. And we, honestly, we just have, we just have extra obstacles to leap over. And that's essentially what makes us stronger, man. It's not even just about the destination. It's more so about the journey and how you get there, which prepares you for the destination from when you arrive and you have to perform. That's what it is. That's what I believe it is. We all have to try, we all have to, try to you know, figure out our path and our way and try to maneuver around all the, you know, temptation of wanting to take the easy way or the fast way. We all have to try to figure out a way to, you know, make it out, essentially make it out because you can make it big where you are, but if you're in a disadvantaged city with a lot of crime, what you want to do is make it out. You could try to make it big, but I mean, how do you, how would one consider yourself making it big in a city like this, especially where it doesn't necessarily fit what you want to do? So say one, say one doesn't want to be an attorney. They want to fucking be a doctor. They want to fucking be no fucking, I don't know, no fucking engineer. They don't want to fucking do that shit. They want to be a fucking, they want to be an actor living in a city like this. You can only get but so far. You're going to have to go. I'm telling you, you're going to have to go. You can't get that far being an actor in this city. It's not it's not the police for it. You don't fucking go to Vegas to become a model. You get what I mean? You go to fucking New York. You go to LA. You get what I mean? Stuff like that. So I mean in a city like Baltimore, you wouldn't make it far trying to be an actor. You only get so far, but eventually you you know you're gonna have to leave. And that's just it. You you are going to have to leave. Um, back to these kids, it's a lot of potential, a lot of opportunity, a lot of disadvantaged people, a lot of poverty. And it's so, it's so easy when you have nothing to get sucked into that lifestyle because you just want to make money. You just want to, you just want to make money. You just want to help your mom pay bills, buy the things that you never had growing up. A lot of these kids don't have their dads around. They live in unstable households. It's not. It's not every kid, but there's a lot of people in the city. I'm telling you, the subsidized housing. Oh, it's a fucking mess. But that's that's just what it's like. That's just what it's like. That's just what it's like here. So we just have to figure out a way to jump over these obstacles and you know get to where we need to go. We, you know, above all else, that's that's the whole thing. To exceed above all else, don't be consumed. Don't be don't fall uh, tem- don't fall into into temptation. 
of that fast life and that easy life and the, and the quick way out. Because everyone who's made it will tell you there's no such thing as the easy way. Some people, don't get me wrong, some people are ha- it's handed to them. Very few. Very few. But most people who are up there, I tell you, it wasn't easy. Now, they'll be the first to tell you it's not easy. It's so much competition. It may even be discouraging. But, hey, that's what you got to do. That's what you, it's necessary. You have to do it. You have to put the extra work in to get to where you want to go. And that's with anything. Someone works hard at becoming a doctor. You go to school for, what, 10 years or some shit like that? Go to school for like 10 years, 15 years, whatever the fuck it is. Pay all that money in student, pay all that money in student loans and shit. Work your ass off day and night. Remember all those fucking medical terms and procedures and I don't fucking know all this shit. Whatever the fuck kind of doctor you want to be. Whether it's fucking, you know, family practice or whether you want to be a fucking surgeon. Maybe a fucking surgeon. You know, hey, you make a lot of money. There's a lot of fucking work going into it. There's no easy way of becoming a surgeon. So essentially, it's kind of uniform for someone who wants to go into like the performing arts, or someone wants to go into the entertainment world, and someone wants to be an artist. You know, some people are born with it, but not everyone. Not everyone has the gift to be an artist. You, I mean, everyone can be an artist, but to be one who's big, not everyone has what it takes. It's not everyone would take a liking to what you have. Only few people. Um. As far as like um, becoming a, you know, like a, a model or an actor, not everyone, not every girl has that look. Not every guy has that look. Not everyone has that body. You know, you know what I mean. But you have to you just got to do what you got to do. Try to create a way. If you don't have a path, make one. That's essentially what it is. Listen, I'm going to wrap this up. It's been great talking to you guys and everyone who's listening. I appreciate you because this podcast is still really, really new. This is the first episode of um, um, Media Mondays. It's clearly turning to something else, but that's what happens. That's, we don't necessarily stay on topic. It's not what a, it's not the news. Okay, You can get news from here, but it's not the news. But um, I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you so much. Tell your people, tell your friends, whoever, to listen to this podcast if you think it will help them. So uh, thank you all for listening. Bye.